welcome to another episode of Hold Fast, where we have biblical truths for daily battles. My name is Kenny. I am the host of the podcast. And uh, today it is time to get a little bit uh, controversial again. And um, I'm kind of joking a little bit, although sadly, I'm really not, because what I'm going to talk about, I don't think among Christians should be controversial. But for some reason, it is. Um, And I can say it many different ways, but let me kind of give you a statement here at the front so that you know where I'm going right away. I believe that a Christian, a true Christian, will live a transformed life. I believe, in other words, that if you truly have repented from your sin and placed your faith and trust in Jesus Christ, that throughout the course of your life, however short or long that may be, you will experience transformation. You will walk in righteousness. You will walk in holiness. And I almost don't want to give qualifiers here because I think sometimes that leads us to a faulty thinking, but but I'll give some anyway. Um, I am not saying that our good works earn us salvation. That is not true. The Bible doesn't teach that. We are saved by grace alone, through faith alone, in Christ alone. And our good works do not contribute to our salvation in any way. However, I do believe, so let's go to that passage in Ephesians, that well-known passage that I just quoted from, Ephesians 2, 8 and 9. We are, we're saved by grace through faith, right? It's a gift of God. Not, it's not of works, lest any man should boast. And then the very next verse, verse 10, that we, for some reason, cut off all the time. We are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for what? For good works, which he has prepared beforehand for us to walk in. So in other words, if when you are saved by grace through faith, you are going to walk in the good works that God has prepared for you to walk in. And I say this is controversial because the minute that we look at someone's life who professes to know Jesus and yet they are living in sin, in unrepentant, prolonged sin, and and they show no signs of any desire to move out of that life of sin, when we want to say, well, well, maybe they're not really in Christ, we get labeled legalistic, we get told, you know, who are you to judge? And again, I'm not suggesting that any of us can know the true condition of someone's soul. Don't take from this podcast at the end of this that you can go out and look at somebody and say, hey, you're not living a holy life, you're not a Christian. However, we are told, in, in Scripture is, is, tells us in many different occasions, Jesus tells us that we are to judge rightly. We are to look at our brothers and sisters in Christ and be able to, to keep them accountable and to point them towards Christ and to call out sin in their lives. And even the church is responsible for what we call church discipline, to look at someone who calls himself a believer who's not living like it, to, to bring them to this, this godly discipline, um, to call them to repentance if they're living in sin. And I think we need to stop being so afraid of being called legalistic for calling people to the standards that Scripture calls us to. Uh, I could go to so many passages. And and by the way, um, this podcast is stemming from my sermon prep for um, this Sunday. And when I say this Sunday, it's from the Sunday after I record this, uh, which would be Sunday, October 31st, 2021. Uh, I am planning to preach on the breastplate of righteousness and to talk about our righteousness in Christ and how that righteousness that is imputed to us in Christ Jesus um, is is also going to lead to this imparted or this practical righteousness. So the righteousness that we have in Christ that is not our own, that is given to us uh, by Christ because of his finished work on the cross, that righteousness will lead, I believe, to holy living. 
And, and that's the thought that is kind of really prevalent in this sermon prep. And I've also been talking with other pastors who have been preaching in this, one in particular who, who preached from James talking about faith and works and how people called him, uh, people called him out on that and said that it, that it wasn't quite right. And I'm just, I'm baffled by the fact that, that Christians don't understand this truth because it's so prevalent in scripture. So we're gonna go to just one of those places. It's in Colossians chapter three. Uh, I'll read a few verses here. Colossians 3 says, if then you have been raised with Christ. In other words, if you are saved, if you are in Christ because you've repented and placed your faith in him, seek the things that are above where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. That right there is controversial in some Christian circles. To look at a Christian and say, are you a Christian? Then live like it. We're told, you don't get to judge me. I'm, I'm forgiven in Christ. Nobody's perfect. I don't, I don't have to be perfect all the time. Who are you to tell me how to live? But Paul said, if you're in Christ, then, then keep your eyes fixed on him. Seek the things that are above where Christ is. Set your minds on the things that are above, not on things that are on the earth. For you have died and your life is hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is your life, appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. You have died. Your old self has died. And your, your life is hidden in Christ. You are in Christ. You are going to walk in his ways. You are going to live as he lived. You're going to, you're going to act as he acted and think as he thought. You have the mind of Christ, Paul says elsewhere. This doesn't mean perfection, by the way. This doesn't mean that Christians will never backslide, but I believe that it absolutely means that someone who is truly in Christ will show the fruit of that. Jesus said, by their fruits you shall know them. The, you, you're not gonna have an apple tree that produces oranges or vice versa. It's not gonna happen. You can't say that you're in Christ and your life has no evidence of the fact. How am I gonna believe you? James says that. James says, you, you say that you have faith apart from works. So, so you're saying that, that I, can, I, can really, I can be a Christian and, and never live like it because I'm forgiven, because it's not about my works that earns my salvation. How, who are you to judge me? I can, I can have faith without works. And James says, show me. You, you show me your faith apart from works while I'm over here showing you my faith by my works. I'm gonna let the fruit that the Holy Spirit of God works in and through me bear witness to the fact that I am truly in Christ. But the, the one who says I have faith apart from works has no evidence of that, cannot prove that, cannot show that. But the one who is, is allowing their faith to be shown by their works is really just showing forth the fruit of righteousness that Christ has wrought in them. So this is a challenge. Um, I, don't, I don't want to come across as angry or legalistic, that's not my heart. My heart is burdened for Christians, for professing Christians who are living in the world, who are living lives that don't look anything like Jesus. And I'm not just talking about, you know, they go to church every now and then and they don't swear and they don't, they don't drink too much and they don't do all this stuff. I'm talking about those who truly walk in righteousness and holy living who are putting off the things of this world and putting on the things of Christ, who are bearing the fruit of the Spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, and self-control. All these things are evident in their lives. See, you can, you can live a, a moral life but not live a holy life. 
And, and I think we know the difference between those two. You can live a moral life where you don't really do anything really that wrong, but you know, you're, not, you're not really pursuing after Christ and you're not really desiring the things of the Lord. You're not spending time in his word because you love to sit at his feet. You're not, you're not gathering with his people because you think your faith is an individual faith and you can do it all on your own. You're not loving the Lord. You're not loving his commandments. Jesus himself said, if you love me, you will, you will walk in my commandments. You'll obey my commandments and we we say well that's legalistic thinking well then then if that's the case then you're saying that Jesus is legalistic but but there's a difference there I did I did a podcast on this before legalism isn't saying that we must live holy lives that's not legalism legalism says we must live holy lives in order to earn salvation there's a big difference there. There's an eternal difference between those two. Scripture is very clear. I've already given you a couple examples. We should live holy lives. We must live holy lives. That's what God calls us to. Now, we don't live those holy lives in order to earn salvation. We can't. We never could because none is righteous in and of ourselves. That's why we are given the righteousness of Christ, which is our standing before God. But I also believe that standing before God in Christ's righteousness will lead to righteous living. It must or else we got, we got to begin to question if we really truly have the righteousness of Christ or not. So examine yourself. Um, I don't have the, the scripture reference. It's not coming to me off the top of my head, but the scripture says in some point, examine yourself to see if you are truly in the faith. I'm not here to make anyone doubt your salvation. I'm not trying to get you to go into this whirlwind of, of doubt and despair over whether or not you're truly saved because I think this is actually a lot more simple than we make it out to be. Is there fruit in your life or not? Is there fruit of righteousness in your life or not? Do you love the things that God loves? Do you hate the things that God hates? If not, examine yourself to see if you are really in the faith. Yes, I do believe that genuine Christians can have moments where you backslide, but I believe that he is faithful and he will always bring you back that the Holy Spirit of God will bring conviction into your heart. That I, and I don't believe that a true Christian can live in ongoing, unrepentant sin. Those two words are important. Ongoing, unrepentant sin. Sin that is ongoing, you're being, you're being called out on your sin and you're not repenting from it. You're continuing in your sin anyway because you love your sin. If that's happening, examine yourself to see if you are truly in the faith. Because if you've been raised with Christ, Colossians says you need to seek the things that are above to put off the things of this world and put on Christ. This was a burden on my heart that I really wanted to share. Um, and, and, and I want to, to ask you to honestly examine yourself at the end of, this, of listening to this episode. Um, because the believer will have fruit in their life and the unbeliever will not. You can, you can say that you believe in Jesus all day long and you can, you can go back to a time where you prayed a prayer and asked Jesus into your heart, but none of that is what makes you in Christ. It is repenting from your sin and putting your faith and trust in Jesus Christ. And when you do, he gives you his righteousness and that righteousness will work itself out in your life. Scripture is clear. The more I read the Bible, the more I am convinced that a Christian will live a holy life not a perfect life, not a life without sin, but that's why I love the encouragement of 1 John chapter two when John says, don't sin, 
Don't sin. Christians aren't going to sin. The one who is in God, he'll later say in chapter three, he says, those who are in Christ do not make a practice of sinning. They don't go on sinning. Don't sin. But 1 John 2, verse one, when we sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ the righteous. So don't let this episode drive you into this this despair and this fear that if you've messed up recently and if you've sinned that that you're just you must not be a Christian no 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 run to the arms of Jesus repent and turn from your sin again first John says when we do he's faithful and just to forgive us of our sin and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness here's the good news when you repent he forgives you are not gonna be in this position where you're saying well I've got sin in my life and I'm trying to repent but I just don't think I'm forgiven when you repent he will forgive. He will not cast you out. He will welcome you with open arms when you repent and place your trust in him. He forgives you and he cleanses you from all unrighteousness. But a Christian, a true believer in Jesus Christ will walk in holiness. Is that you or not? I'm begging you. I'm begging you to examine yourself to see whether or not you are in the faith. Because Jesus said there'll be many who say to him on that day, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name? Didn't we do all these mighty works in your name? I went to church, Lord, I, I said the right things, I did the right things sometimes. And to many, he will say, depart from me. I never knew you. Because while they may have done some things that were right, while they may have had some things in their lives that kind of looked like maybe they were a Christian, they had never really repented and placed their faith in Christ, receiving his righteousness that worked itself out in holy living. Again, I don't say this to scare you. I don't say this to, to cause unnecessary doubt in anyone. I say this to beg you to examine yourself. Because the Holy Spirit in us, if you are in Christ, the, the, the word is clear that the Spirit testifies with our spirit that we are children of God. That the Spirit reminds our hearts, comforts our hearts with this truth, assures us that we are in Him. And if you don't have that assurance, you can have that today by confessing your sin to God, by repenting and turning from your sin and placing your faith and trust in Jesus Christ alone for salvation believing that he came and lived the sinless life that you could never live, believing that he died on the cross, he bore your sin, he who knew no sin became sin so that we can become the righteousness of God. He didn't just die to forgive you of your sin, but to give you his righteousness. Not just to make you clean, but to make you holy and to, to, to give you what you need to walk in that holiness and righteous living. I know it's heavy stuff in this episode today, um, but this was a burden on my heart and I, I, I couldn't not share it. I'm gonna preach about it this coming Sunday after recording this. Um, so if you are a part of Mission Way, I hope that you were there to listen to that. You can find all, all of our past sermons on our website if you'd like to listen to that. Um, by the time this episode launches, that should um, that sermon should be available at missionwaychurch.org. It's the breastplate of righteousness if you wanna dig deeper into this. Um, but again, thanks for listening to this. If this is challenging or encouraging to you, if you know somebody that maybe needs to hear this, um, don't just send them a podcast episode if you think they need to hear it. Talk with them, pray for them, love on them and point them to the scriptures, but, but maybe it is appropriate. Maybe you have had conversations where you feel like you can send this to someone who you think needs to hear it. Um, but I pray, I pray that this leads 
to repentance. I pray that this leads to, to, to people who are hearing this running back into the arms of Jesus. That's my prayer and that's my hope of this episode. So uh, thanks for listening again. I will be back next week, Lord willing, with another episode. Um, but I will say, um, just as a heads up, um, my wife and I, for those that are not aware, are expecting our second child any day now. Um, and so if the podcast goes black for a few weeks, please understand I haven't forgotten about you. It just means that I've got a, another baby in the house that I'm taking care of. So I may take a few weeks break from the podcast. Um, we'll see. I'll try to keep you updated, but like I said, it literally could happen any day now. So um, we'll see how that goes. But God bless. Thanks for listening. Hope to be back next week with another episode.